middle of the page. <clears throat> so the last thing we learned was about how sicknesses also bring on dementia as well, or amnesia as well. And how Abu Hanasi, um, because of that, uh, that launderer was able to uh, restore his memory. And it, I told you, this is the same Ahukavis we had in the Amaric Suez, the person who always used to be by Rebbe's house and punk the day that he passed away, he wasn't there. Yes. Every time he gets a mention, Rashi jumps and says, you know, he lost his memory, you know, he forgot everything. Okay, but I told you yesterday, the reason why um, we normally relate the fact that he was blind and losing his memory, because he couldn't learn his sight. But I told you yesterday, the, the Ran in Rosh Hashanah uh, brings a medrash, and he says that um, he deliberately made himself blind, because Rabbi Yisra said he cannot control himself. Is not to see outside of four amas, so this four amas, he made him blind. And another issue, and I can't remember where, which issue was I saw, <coughs> he went into a cave and spent some time in a cave, a very dark cave for a few days. Then he went outside in the middle of broad daylight looking at the sun. And then and that's how he became blind. But he did deliberately. And the question is, did he realize it would come at a cost that he's going to forget his learning? And if he would have realized that, what would he do then? He'd be in the conundrum. What should we do? But also remember our Ripsachar talks about the three vices that a person has being a captain, you know, a temper, being very fastidious, OCD. And he and then uh, miserly and he says, Kulam I have all these inadequacies in life. So maybe he was a very strong disciplined person. Telling about Vita. Every time someone is a chayla, we're talking about serious sicknesses here, and then he recovers in, from a certain respect, is greater than the miracle that took place with Hanani Mishal Vazaya. And how is that? So Hanani Mishal Vazaya, the Nebuchadnezzar said that you have to bow down to these avoiders. He made out of gold, and the Hanani Mishal Vazaya refused. He got so angry. He, uh, and he, they told everybody they told everybody they were refusing so he threw them into this fiery furnace which he told them to make it hotter than ever before and then he saw them parade and he tied them up as well and he saw that the, that the ropes were loosened up and there was a malach there walking around with him so then he turned he changed his mind he said no one should trap the Eden anymore the Eden actually in Bubble lived very well once they were in Bubble in fact Ezra couldn't get them to leave Bubble they all wanted to remain behind you know a couple of few thousand then he had to curse Levine for not wanting to go they were actually having a good life. And that explains what yesterday we were talking about um, uh, Rosh Hashanah. So think about it. Why the greater? Anybody could take fire extinguishers or whatever in water and extinguish it. Sickness of a chayla shemaim. And who can extinguish it? And we actually have the Gemara. The Gemara says, Hakol tov de shemaim chutz mitzinim opachim. That, they, that 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 this it, this is a, and it's totally in you because you could have dressed so warmly you could have done this and that so i guess what he's saying here is not the trigger for it but what exactly it is the, the heat itself the the the, the sickness of the fever itself is once a person is nearing his death how come motion by suddenly he loses total control doesn't matter while he was a life in his lifetime he was such a you know authoritative person once he's dying, he's no longer in control. How do we know that? Because it says that Kayan said, Well, you call Moitzi, anybody will find me, you're gay, he will kill me. Because he knows, even though I'm Kayan and everything else, I have no control. That means either, even a fly any, or a gnat, anybody can, can, can kill him. But I'm in Hadik, the following passage. 
It says, that the day came that, the, that you decided to, to pass on Mishpat. And then it says, that, one, that everybody becomes the Abish's Evid to, uh, to go ahead and carry out the Abish's decision. If this person has to die, anybody in the world can become the Shlich of the Abish, the Malachim of us, to kill that person. Now, the first passing, all we know is, it happened to, 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 to encounter somebody. The second passing, no, it's planned. Everybody. And he might bring a few examples. Later told him once that they told him a story that Chachiv Gavrik was a very tall man. And before we had a, we said that generally tall people are strong. He was riding a very low, a short donkey. They came to a bridge. He stabbed The donkey became bewildered, became, they became scared, um, became frightened, or he went crazy. Different shot him. And this little donkey, short donkey, threw him off because Chachiv and he died. Now, that's not really possible. The guy is tall. He could have just stepped right down. He right remembered the passing. The person's day came. Doesn't matter where you are. Shmuel Chazi Lahu. Shmuel once saw Lahu. Okay. Akriva. He saw the scorpion. Yesiva Al Kukukta sitting on top of a frog. Now, the, the scorpion wanted to cross the river. How could he can't, he can't swim across? But frogs can. So he jumped the top of a frog. But Avra Nahara crossed the river. Torka Gavra came and bit this person. The mice and that person died. So look how the frog and the scorpion, yeah, worked together to carry out David Shlichus Berlay. How much was You don't visit a sick person unless they only have, unless they have fever. fever. Another sickness, you don't visit. What do you mean? Which ones shouldn't you visit? La Fuka time you learn region part of the blessing. Somebody's chilemaim, you don't visit them. Nobody visit somebody who's sick in the eye. Those two you don't visit. And Vulemakhush or somebody has um, big migraines. Now chilemaim is these three you don't visit. Why not? Now chilemaim is somebody that has constant diarrhea and all that. You don't know we learned a lot of Amrayim had chilemaim. And chayla ayin is pain in the eye or headaches. The most ambitious chayla ayin is the He constantly runs to the bathroom or goes to learn other places that they, you know he make he has a certain smell about. Okay, hello chayla ayin. Guy has an ayik on the chushiroi. He has several headaches. My timeim should be huda because Rabbi Huda said. I'm going to be huda. The buddha kashleina. This is our guess. Other shows different guesses. The buddha kashleina speaking, talking, or waffling bothers somebody who has an ayik. Has no patience to hear you waffle because the, it makes it worse, exacerbates the situation. But on the other hand, umaylish and sending for headaches. But umaylish is very good and therapeutic for somebody who has fever. You sit and talk to them and you make them forget about their situation. So you're in a conundrum now. What do you do? Not talk to them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so so what do you do? Talk. Talk is good for the ishta for the for the fever, but it's bad for the headaches and the eyes. Not talk. Cool. Um. The Rambam, they found a, a, a letter from the Rambam, a manuscript from the Rambam that is not printed. There's a language when you printed the, that, um, that the Rambam says when you go visit somebody, you should tell them stories. Talk about everything except for the sicknesses. Distract them. And that is the, the Indian of Bevakachela. And he talks in detail what you should do, what you should talk about, and so on. Very interesting. The Gulagon's gear says that uh, it's bad for both. It's bad for the for the eye and it's bad for fever, talking a lot. So and, and there's in other words, that's why um and and, and, and what do you call? Um 
and it's bad for uh, eye aches and headaches that are the same. So, so I'm not sure then why for people you do go in if it's uh, bad for everything. Oh, whatever. Hi, Ishta. That this fever, he loved the pavanka, the malacha, the moise, it wouldn't be a pavanka, the shliach. Um, we're famous saying, Kaya, the Igus, the pavanka. If you if wouldn't it be the shliach, malacha, mothers, male fever, if it wouldn't be a killer and be a shliach, malacha, mothers, fever is actually very good for your body. It's amazing. This is modern medicine that having a fever is your body is, is you know, is fighting all kinds of. Uh, Sicknesses, it cleanses, you know, your pores, you know, sweating. It's, it's a good for your body from time to time. It cleans itself out. But the more, this is exactly what we're saying here. Not for the fact that sometimes occasionally it's mothers and it terminates someone's life. Mal is good for a person, like a protection around the palm tree. You have these, you know, these um, things that prick your finger and all around the palm tree so that animals shouldn't go there and it preserves the tree, preserves the fruit. So the same thing, sickness, fever is a good thing. <clears throat> once every 30 days as the mice tell that to all the people here in Melbourne because they, they actually actually allergic to see mother we have people on sick leave every, every month uh, sorry they learned the mother that's what it is <laughs> some kind of a potion that's supposed to be very good for your body no but on the side here one of those um, there's an Ashi called the Gillian and Ashi Tells you what it is. Anyway, no, not yet. Somewhere else. I don't want the sickness and I don't want the medical. I'd rather be just healthy. This arson is very good for you. What is it? What is it? My, I'll tell you what it is. It's chushla de sari. It's barley that you peel. Atika old ones. It's old barley that you peel. And Rashi goes through, goes a bit more than that. He said they used to soak the barley in water. And this is a Rashi from Mitzir. Uh, they soak the barley in water and they then dry it out in the oven. And then they uh, they they thresh it. So the barley still whole. They thresh it with uh, cows. It takes off their um, peel. And that is supposed to be excellent therapeutic. Yeah. And then the beginning of the sieve, that means either, the, you know, either um, some say it means the top of the sieve or it means the first thing that come out of the sieve, that's what you should use. says, but you have to, if in order to, to work, you have to cook it. And this time cooking it, you have to cook it very well, just like you cook a piece of meat. Rabbi Yisav says, it's the flour. Of barley, I think, oh, not the the the, 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 the barley itself, but it's the flour of the barley. The reish nafshia. When I buy a barley, you have to cook it like bishul tura. I'm Rabbi Yechonim. Rabbi Yechonim said, "Bardom ain't mevakim." Somebody has a sickness called bardom or bardos. Bardos, if it's a samach, it means somebody has terrible diarrhea uh, and has to go constantly to the bathroom every few minutes. It's worse than choylemayim, um, and because it's constant, therefore ain't mevakim. Or others say it's bardam. It's constantly flowing blood. The word "dam." Now, this is interesting. You, you know, growing up, that when you come to, it comes to cancer, they say "yenamach." Why would they say "yenamach"? Comes from this word right here. The "ein maskidin shema." You don't name the name of the sickness. My timer. Why? It's constant. It's like a mine. It's, it's like a spring that constantly flows. And uh, and Rashi says, don't know what that means. Mafarish. It's a sakana to say the name. The Ran says it's embarrassing. 
Uh, it's embarrassing. Other sorry, it's, it's uh, other shows are embarrassing because it's undignified to mention by its name. By its name. What do you mean? He says yes, boy. Sakona Yeah, it's contagious. The disease is highly contagious. Yeah, and there's a horror to mention. I just said. I'm talking about the issue. It's just mentioning the name of that. Yeah, you're like asking for it. Like 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 Altifel Pella Sutton. It's the same idea. Somehow or another, it's a sakona. It's a sakona by mentioning it. The Ran says it's not a lush in the Kia. It's not. It's not edifying to mention a disease that kills people, that makes people in a terrible way. To um to mention it by name. Interesting. That was from Ikea. Sorry. That's a disease where they louder. Yeah. They get uh, terrible diarrhea. And and the rush says you don't mention names. Not to embarrass the sick person. So according to the rush, you don't mention names only for standing in front of the sick person. According to everybody else, it sounds like nowhere. Yeah. Anyway, that's where you get the idea of Yadamach. But today it's so rampant, unfortunately, that we don't really do that anymore. <clears throat> Many people don't do that. So I think one further. When I pay for the commissioner says that that even though there was a net between the two of you, you can you can treat him, you can treat him as a it says a force an effort, but not to force a goof, uh, a force mama. What does that mean? So I think about it. When I pay the force and effort, hey Chitani, how do we understand it? Elema, are we going to try and interpret it? The force never begin him. You're allowed to do it umzist for nothing. And the force mum and bizchar, and the force mum means to get paid. You're allowed to. In other words, we're saying over here in the case that I was talking about here uh, that the sick person was the one who made the net, and he said, "I won't have any benefit from this from this doctor." So therefore, if you don't charge. No problem. But if he, uh, why is no problem? I said I don't have any benefit from the doctor. The reason why it's not a problem is because, as I learned before, it's as if I made a net, but not when it comes to hurt me. It's harming me if I, don't, I prevent the doctor from helping me. I never had that in mind in the first place. So he can, so when, but when can he take care of me? Only if, if it's for free. But if it costs money and he forgoes the money, if he takes the money, is one thing, but if he forgoes the money, I'm getting now the benefit of the money. And that, I made a net, I don't have any benefit from you. Is that shot? At least the hach. Then why did Mishnah talk about the fools and nefesh and 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 the fools mamma? Should just say merape bechinah lebeschad. Ella. So most of Shalim now learned the Gemara's answer is not from the fire, but everyone else. The fools nefesh. We're talking about faket <coughs> that the madir that the doctor said he doesn't have any benefit from the from the sick person. Ella. So he says like this. He says here. Um, <coughs> We're talking about that the doctor is not a, said, I don't want um, that the doctor said, I don't want you to have any benefit from me. The doctor said, I don't have any benefit from me. And, and you're allowed to uh, force Nefesh Gufa. You're allowed to heal. Now, why is he allowed to heal? Why is he allowed to heal? Again, still, we're talking about the doctor saying, you know, you shouldn't have any benefit from me. So, why is the doctor allowed to come and heal the person? You're having benefit from the doctor. So, Moses Shayan learn because he's doing a mitzvah. Now, so what if he's doing mitzvah? Why, if he's doing mitzvah, is, is allowed? The fact is, he's benefiting from you. So, yeah, so some of them add a little bit more flavor to it. And they say, because when you're doing a mitzvah, I'm not doing it for you, I'm doing it for me. And when I said, I don't want you to have any benefit for me, I'm talking about the benefits for you. I don't want you to have any benefit for me with the benefits for you. But if the benefit is for me, I don't, I'm not doing it for you, I'm doing it for me, because the mitzvah to heal, so then you're allowed to. Um, but not, but the food mammon, the hemtoy. 
And um, and if Rambam is, is the animal, now why should there be a difference in animal or a person? By a person is a mitzvah, but not by The way that the Shayim talk about it, they actually all throw in pikuach nefesh. So we're talking about obviously a very sick person here. And as if to say, but if it wouldn't be pikuach nefesh, on the one hand, it's not another, then you're not really helping him that much. When you're really helping him, saving his life. So it's a problem there, but the tenet is a mitzvah. Now, even according to Moses Shayim, even if there's another doctor available that can do it and still have Pekor Nefesh, I'm still doing the Mitzvah Pekor Nefesh, even though the other doctors are available, because I've been learning here for Shabbos, that even though the 10 people, 10 people can go run and bring the, the fruit that you need, whatever you have to do for that sick person. So I'm still doing Pekor Nefesh. But when it comes to an animal, you don't have a Mitzvah to save the animal. But that doesn't have a Mitzvah. What about Shabbos Taveda? We learned before that if you know you're allowed to give her turn on the because it's you know because of Hashavas Aveda. So some of the Shavuot say that Hashavas Aveda is not because it's a mitzvah over there. Hashavas Aveda is because you're giving back that person's thing. Remember the Ran said before you're giving back that person's thing, their item. But most Shavuot say it's a mitzvah. So how come there's no mitzvah to cure the animal? So it seems that the mitzvah is if I if you lost something, there's a mitzvah for me to give it back to you. There's no mitzvah for me to fix it for you. If you, if you lost something that's all broken, I have no mitzvah to fix it. I'm missing it back to you. And uh, if if they will learn the way if it's an animal, you have to feed it to keep it the way it was when you found it. But if the animal is sick, where's their mitzvah to fix up the animal? So most of Shayim, it seems to most of Shayim that, that the Pshat is there's no mitzvah to, um, to um, so someone called me actually last week. His dog is very sick. It's very expensive to to uh, to to take to a vet because there's no insurance for these things. Does he have a mitzvah? Does he have a mitzvah to go ahead and and to, to invest in that operation to uh, save that? You see, clearly, you want to know right here. No. Others say there is some of the say that by an animal, if there is there is a mitzvah, but you can give it to another doctor. Who has to be you? It's not the same mitzvah to go nefesh that every single person that does it, even though you don't end up saving your life, you, you as long as you went ahead and tried to save your life, you took go nefesh. Saving an animal, it's the outcome, and not it's not the, the no. But go nefesh is not even the outcome because Labdafki will say the person. But go nefesh, the, the mitzvah is the actual activity of trying to save a nefesh. Therefore, it doesn't matter how many doctors there are. When it comes to uh, let's say hashavas and all that, it's the outcome, and because the outcome can be done by somebody else, you don't even have a mitzvah. Okay, now another thing is a fascinating Ramban. In, if you ever have a chance to look up, I forgot to bring it in. For Ramban in Parshish B'chut Kaisa, the end of the brachas, before the Tetris starts. The Ramban there writes that, a fascinating Ramban. The Ramban writes, the Gemara says, Mekan Nitin Rishus L'Raifu L'Rapay. He says, nowhere does it say, Mekan Nitin Rishus L'Chayla L'Rapay. He says, a a sick person should not go to doctors. You need to have faith in Hashem. Going to a doctor, he says, is a betrayal in your faith in Hashem. And he goes on and on and on. <clears throat> the doctor didn't do anything wrong, and the and the idea is that if he if he if he if he, if he messes up, he shouldn't sue for malpractice. You know, he tried his best, and he shouldn't feel guilty. But um, he said a person should have betochen. The Eibushter Rabbi Yisuf never called the doctor in his house when Rabbi was there at Yeshiva. So the Taz Shlonarach wants to say that the Ramban there is talking to Sadikim. But only Sadikim on a very high within Sadikim itself. Only on those a very high Madrega. But everybody else should go to see the doctor. In fact, it's a myth to go to see a doctor. Not just the doctor should heal, but you should go. 
But he says you have to have a muna. You know the famous story the Mashiach does. See the Talmuds, I say, Philemon, have a muna. The Eibush will be zonim a but if I go out and get a job, it's a much better case for the doctor. Because it says, "Kol Amachus Hashem So the Eibush says, "I'm in total control of sicknesses, different than anywhere else." But the Eibush comes, "I am in total control of sicknesses." So you're the one who gave me the sickness. I should talk to you and take it, to, you know, take it away. There's a a, a, um, a Balchuvah became a chassid of the musician Magid, and he used to be a doctor. That was his profession, and. Um, <clears throat> And once he was in Chiddush, the Mizrachim Magid said to him, so what are you doing? How's it going uh, as your medical chassid? He says, I'm now a balagola. I ride wagons. He said, what? You're a doctor. And he said, no. When he became from, he started to learn. And in the Mishnah, the very end of the Mishnah, says, the best of doctors go to Gehenna. So obviously, it's not a trait for Yiddish boy. So uh, I gave it up. So Mizrachim Magid said, you don't understand Pshat in the Mishnah. There are 18 brachas in Shmanesra. And one of them is for Eino Hashem The problem a lot of doctors are, especially surgeons, skilled surgeons, they think that somehow or another they're in total control of the situation. If they saved somebody's life. They felt that they did it themselves because of their abilities. And they forget that you're for Eino Hashem, that every doctor has a malach and every doctor needs the Abish and so on. So therefore, Toiv is Gematria 17. So Toiv Shebarei, from those doctors that only believe in 17 out of 18 of the Rachel Shemeneser, they don't believe in for Eino Hashem in the like ahead of for those who believe in the 80 brachas, and actually, some of the shaynim say over here, what, what's the difference between an animal and a doctor? Why, by a why, when it comes to a human, we say that even though other doctors you should do it, uh, an animal they say is because every doctor has a malach, and not every person is meant to be cured from every single doctor. This doctor, somehow or another, has the malach to cure you, and that doesn't, so it doesn't matter, other people might even be superior to this doctor, this doctor can help you. Okay, let's finish. You definitely could advise the person because you're not giving him anything, you're just advising. <clears throat> so you're allowed to say um, what medicines to take, what medicines not to take. The whole machlik is if the doctor went by a human, by a person, can the doctor actually give the medicine as well or just heal the person and tell him where to buy the medicine or not? Next Mishnah. You can bathe together in a large bath. Because uh, the fact that a second person is in there doesn't add anything. It's a small bath, a small little pool. A second person walks in and raises the water. It helps out the, he's having hana. If, if you were not meant to have hana for me, even a, a nominal hana we had before, we're just walk, walking into the person's house, is really hana. So you can't do that. The Yashanim and you sleep together in a bed. And Rabbi Huda says, and Yomar will explain that Rabbi Huda is actually not arguing, he's explaining. When can you sleep in bed in the same bed? They couldn't afford to have more than one bed. In the summer, which I'm not adding any, any comfort for cats. It's discomfort. I'm, making, I'm generating more heat. When it comes to the winter, when you, you're cold and body heat, you know, generates a, a warmth, then you're giving him hana. That's forbidden. In the same, um, you allowed to sit on um, the days to eat, and there's a recline on these sofas. You allowed to sit together. We don't think you're gonna fall asleep. But you allowed to eat in the same table together, even though we learned about Zara that you can't have somebody eating flesh um, and milk on the same table together. But over here, we're not worried, as the one that explains. When I make a nedid against you, why do I do that? Because I don't like you. So there's no chance in the world that we're going to share food uh, together on the table. Tamchu is a large tray. Now this large tray, if, if everyone everyone had a little piece, but everyone had part of it. If I ate less of it, then you would have more to eat. So I'm benefiting you. 
But if you're on the way back, going back to the Balabas, since nobody takes it anymore, they go back to the bus, then it's all right to uh, take it on the way back. And they, you know, they less take more, it's not a problem. Both of you at the same time. Time you learn. Rameya says you should not, Rameya is going to be, always make Zedas. He says, even in the case where there's no benefit, we're going to be gazing in the case, or out to a case where there's a benefit. You shouldn't bathe with him together in this Ambati. You should not sleep with him in the same bed, whether it's large or whether it's small. Rabbi says, by a bed, even though it might be large, there's no benefit, but we're going to a small bed. Even in the wintertime, by a bed. Ambati says it's always permissible. And even in the wintertime, there's no benefit. So I don't care what size it is, is permitted. And a katana and a small one. I'm not going to make zeta. So in the summertime, there's no better a bed. Uh, no, sorry, no benefit. It's mutter. It's only a bed in the winter time when it's small, and then you're generating heat. That it's you know that you're adding. Uh, there's a problem of hanot. You can bathe yourself in a large bath. In all cases, not a problem. But when it comes to a sauna, even with a small room, it doesn't matter because you don't add anything. It's so hot. Another person doesn't add anything. When it comes to a lot of workers, the Balabas used to feed them, but they, they put it like in a trough because there were so many workers, they just put this food in the large trough there. So you, allowed, uh, you should not eat with him uh, uh, that's there. Why not? Because if you eat less, there'll be more food for others. So you're benefiting it. You shouldn't work on the same, you know, plow with the same part of the section of the field, the same row. Because when you're tilling the soil, you're softening it up. You're sort of benefiting, even though he's a little bit further, he's not, you know, he's not standing right there, a little bit further away. You benefit him as well, unless he's far away. far away or too close. Again, he always makes his And I come and say, you can do even if it's far away, it's all right. There's no machlekes if even the chama agrees. If it's right next to him, I'm benefiting you. I'm softening up the ground for you. Tomorrow you're going to have to go to the Gemara.